This morning's reading takes place in a cave. Do you like caves? I do not like caves. In my admittedly limited experience, I've found them to be dark and damp, and I've always had this lurking suspicion that, that something bad, maybe even evil, is to be found in a cave. I know where I got this idea. This evil lurking in a cave is a fa familiar trope in horror movies. Movies with names like The Cave, The Cavern, uh, Beneath, The Descent, not to mention the perhaps inevitable Descent too. But caves have another side to them. They can also be um, a, a place where uh, folks can um, get privacy, um, uh, keep something hidden, um, and maybe even a cave can serve as a headquarters. Think the bat cave. And then there is the whole man cave slash uh, girl grotto slash them den, and that is cave as haven. Uh, cave as a place where you will be less likely to be interrupted and you can relax and participate in some activity um, that brings you rest and renewal. Things happen in caves. Good things, bad things, but things happen in caves. Uh, this morning I want us to focus on two different cave stories. Um, one from the Bible and one ripped from the headlines. On June 23rd, 2018, 12 members of a soccer team and their 26-year-old assistant coach um, entered a cave in Northern Thailand. Shortly after they entered, the rain began to fall and partially flooded that cavern system, blocking their way out and trapping them in this cave. Now, efforts to locate the group began almost immediately, um, but they were hampered by rising water and strong currents. Uh, the kids and their coach were out of contact, out of all contact for nine days. Meanwhile, this cave rescue operation had expanded into a massive effort um, and um, garnered worldwide attention and involved international rescue teams. Um, on the 2nd of July, after advancing through narrow passages and muddy waters, two British divers found the group alive on an elevated rock about two and a half miles from the cave mouth. It's quite a cave story. Um, here's another one. A prophet, afraid, traumatized, runs away. His servant comes with him, but then the prophet tells the servant that he's no longer needed. So he, he proceeds on this journey completely alone. He makes his way to a cave. Now, why does Elijah uh, go to a cave? The text is not clear. Maybe he, he just needs a place to hide out. Um, the king and queen want him dead. Um, and maybe Elijah just... <laughs> needs to recover from all that has happened to him, all, all that he's done, all that he's seen. Um, and, and maybe he, he just needs to, to wallow in a little self-pity. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, Elijah has earned it. 
And he develops a narrative along the way to this cave. Uh, and and his, the narrative goes like this. I alone am faithful to God, just me, no one else. And I'm all alone under threat. I'm the only one who really understands God. I'm the only one who is truly faithful to God. Well, alone in this cave, Elijah hears a word from God. What are you doing in there, Elijah? Well, he tells that voice from God his story, which, you know, goes like this. I alone am faithful to God, just me, no one else. I'm all alone, under threat, all alone. I'm the only one who really understands God. I'm the only one who is truly faithful to God. You know, I, I don't think this is wallowing in self-pity. No, the truth is, Elijah is afraid. And Elijah is alone. So very, very alone. Loneliness. Oh, that's something we're all familiar with. Just this past May, the Surgeon General, General issued a report on uh, the epidemic that is loneliness and social isolation. Uh, even before the COVID-19 pandemic, um, approximately one half of U.S. adults reported experiencing measurable levels of loneliness. But we don't need a study to tell us that this is true. Uh, we are familiar with loneliness from our own personal experience and the experience of the, of the people in our lives. I don't think anyone is immune from a season or two or three of loneliness. And sometimes those seasons last for years and years. I've thought often of those nine days that the coach and the kids were in that cave. They, they had no idea there was this huge international effort to find them and rescue them. They weren't even sure that anyone knew where they were. Um, they had no contact with the outside world. The batteries on their flashlights had died. They'd long finished all the snacks that they had brought for what they thought was just gonna be a short excursion. Um, can you imagine how alone they felt? And how as the days passed, they struggled to hold on to hope. And, and then on day nine, they, they thought they, they heard voices. And, and the boys said later, they, they just assumed they were hallucinating. Um, and then two heads pop out of the water, um, covered in scuba gear. They, they must have looked like creatures from another planet. At first, the boys and, and the coach just stare at these, at these two people. Um, and, and you can see here an image that the, the two divers um, were able to record uh, soon after they popped out of the water. Um, but eventually, they, they began communicating as, as well as they could uh, between uh, with two divers that didn't speak uh, Thai. Um, but they, they were able to get across th this promise, um, this promise that, um, that they would figure out a way to get them out of this cave and back into their lives. Back to Elijah alone in that cave, that, that, that voice invites him to come out of the cave, just, just to the mouth of the cave, because God has something to say to, to Elijah. Elijah doesn't make it all the way out. He, he, I don't know, walks maybe halfway, um, 
he's not ready to leave this place of isolation. And, and what ne happens next, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty awesome. There's, there's a great wind, and, and then there's, there's an earthquake, and then there's a great fire, and God is putting on quite a show for God's prophet. But that's actually just the pregame. Then God speaks to Elijah from the deepest possible God place. Silence, this deep, full silence. This time, Elijah walks all the way to the mouth of the cave, ready to receive what God has to offer to him. God speaks. What are you doing here, Elijah? The same question. And Elijah has the same answer. I alone am faithful to God, just me, no one else. I'm all alone, under threat, all alone. I'm the only one who really understands God. I'm the only one who is truly faithful to God. Well, God receives that, but doesn't spend much time soothing Elijah or comforting Elijah or even reassuring Elijah. God seems to have a slightly different agenda. It's clear God loves Elijah, values Elijah, relies on Elijah. And God loves other prophets, values other prophets, relies on other prophets. Elijah has forgotten the second part of all that. We all do that. We all do that. So next... God reminds Elijah that he isn't alone. And he tells Elijah, go back home. I connect with the other prophets. This isn't a solo effort. This, this being a prophet, this, this life of faith, this serving God, this being human. The Thai rescue, discovering that the team or that the, the, the soccer team was alive and well, oh, that was just the first step of the rescue. The, there were no good options to get the boys out of that cave. Um, but rescue organizers knew they had to try something because the monsoons were coming. And once the rain began again, their, their window of rescue would close. So between July 8th and July 10th, all 12 boys and their coach were rescued from that cave by a massive international team. The monsoon rains began the very next day. The rescue effort involved as many as 10,000 people, including more than 100 divers, scores of rescue workers, representatives from about 100 governmental agencies, over 900 police officers, over 2,000 soldiers, 10 police helicopters, seven ambulances, more than 700 diving cylinders, and the pumping of more than 1 billion liters of water from the caves. Sometimes that's what it takes to get us safely out of the cave. My takeaway image from the Thai rescue is those two heads popping out of the water. This reminder that we are not alone. 
maybe today you need that reminder. Maybe today you can be that reminder. God invites us to step out of the darkness and walk towards the light. We need God. We need one another. We need God. We need one another. Amen.